you. We're looking to have a time in the Lord tonight on this podcast. Praise God. And once, once again, I said we're armed. Armed with what? We're armed with the Word of God. Hallelujah. And we're ready, ready for that trumpet to sound. Praise God. Praise God. All right, folks, I want to, uh, once again, if you ever want to write me or email me anything, all you have to do is write revnat94 at gmail.com. That's R-E-V-N-A-T-9-4 at gmail.com. We have a prayer journal. We pray over not one time a day, but we pray over it several times a day. We would love to hear from you. Praise God. And, you know, since the election is over with and and got all of that out of our way, and um, just know that I feel like our country is heading in the wrong direction, but uh, God's in control. God's got everything in his hands. And I believe this tonight. And, uh, you know, I start giving you, I used to call my podcast Nuggets of God's Word, so we... Being led of the Lord, we decided that the best thing to do was just call it uh, armed and ready. Because if there ever been a time that we needed to be armed and we be ready to hear that trumpet sound, Jesus is soon coming. And folks, in Galatians chapter 1 verse 9, as we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that ye have received, let him be accursed. And naturally, we're talking about, thus saith the word of God. I just like to title this message tonight, Things to Come. And if you do have your Bible, let's turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2, beginning in verse 4. And as I said, the election is over, uh, but there is things to come, and it has nothing to do with an election. And in the Bible, it talks about things to come. And tonight, we're going to talk about them some. And uh, you have your Bible, Ephesians chapter 2, uh, beginning in verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy. Now, if there's anything you get out of this podcast tonight, of things to come, God is rich in his mercy. If God was not rich in, rich in his mercy, he would have already, brothers and sisters, caved this thing and said, enough is enough. But no, because of his mercy and his rich in it, praise God, for his great love wherewith he loved us. And when I hear the word love, Automatically think about John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Did you hear me tonight? He don't want us to perish. He wants us to have everlasting life. And that is why God is rich in his mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, he sent his Son, even when we were dead in sins, and when I read that, when we were dead in sins, I think about Romans 5, 8, but God commended his love toward us while we yet sinners, Christ 
died for us. Now, to explain that, when I was out in sin, when I was living for the devil and acting like the devil, and I wasn't even born, but God Almighty looked down the portals of time, and he knew that one day my parents was going to have a child that was going to name him Matt Brown, and so, and he died. He opened his arms up, and he died for our every sin. You know what I mean? Every sin. And hath hearkened, hath quickened rather, hath quickened us together with Christ Jesus. By grace ye are saved. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. I want to talk about some things. I want to talk about some things to come. Everybody for weeks and months, they were focused on the election. What's going on in the country. Everybody said there was going to be a blue wave. There was going to be a red wave. Honey, there is coming a red wave. But it's not going to be done at an election box. You hear me? Uh, let's talk about the present age that we're living in. In Acts fifteen fourteen, a great book, it says, Simon said, Simeon says, has declared how God at the first visited the Gentiles, refers to the conversion of Cornelius and his household, to take out of them a people for his name, presents this as the plan of God, which is surely was, and the Lord take out a people for his name, Jesus Christ, the Gentiles, hallelujah. And to this agree to the words of the prophet, James now appeals directly to the word of God, which verifies all that has been said. At it is written, praise God, praise God. After this I will return, speaks of the church age and the second coming of the Lord, and will build again the tabernacle of David, which is fallen down, and I will build again the ruins thereof, and will set it up. In our present age today, uh, God, back in the Bible days, he sent, he sent, and declared his word unto the Gentiles, and to take out him a people for his name, not only the Jews, but the Gentiles. But what is the characteristic? Of the present age that we're, that we're living in. Galatians 1, 24-27. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you. And fill up that which is behind the affliction of Christ. In my flesh for his body's sake. Which is the church. Did you know tonight. That you and I. We are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. We are the church. Praise God. Whereof. I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which he given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which have been hid from ages and from generation, but now is made manifest to the saints. You look at the mystery. You know, we could sit here all night and try to explain a mystery. But the bottom line is a mystery is exactly that. I don't know how God's going to snatch away all his children. But 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning in verse 51, he says he's going to do it. So I believe it. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those which are alive and remain shall be called up to be with the Lord in the air. Praise God. That didn't come from Dr. Nat Brown. That came from the word of God. 
to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is in Christ Jesus, or Christ in you, the hope of glory. The only hope tonight that the United States of America will have is when we get back to God. The Bible says the nation that forgets God will be turned into hell. I didn't write that, folks. That's not coming from Reverend Dr. Nat Brown. That's coming from the Word of God. It says the nation that forgets God. You know what? And in the day that we're living in today, we're coming to an age of denial, denial of the faith. The statistics is that the millenniums and the younger generation cares nothing about God, anything about religion, anything about the Bible, they're on their own. They really care less. Well, you know something, folks? You can put stock in a book called the Word of God, the infallible Word of God, called the Bible. Because the Bible says the close of this present age, which is the age of grace that we're living in, that there would come an age of denial. Denial of the faith. Denial of God. Denial of the Bible. Folks, written thousands of years ago before this happened, here we have in 1 Timothy chapter 4, beginning in verse 1, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, latter times, uh, later times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now, folks, it does not take a genius to figure out that we're living in this age of denial, of denying God. We're living in this age of denial of faith. We're living in this age that the young folks, the younger folks, let me do my own thing. I don't want nothing to do with God. Let me drink. Let me have a good time. Folks, I've been there. I've been on the drinking scene and all this. I thought I was the coolest kid on the block, but come to find out, I was the dumbest kid on the block. But thank God for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ that saved me and set me free. But the Bible says the age of denial we're living in today. Now, the Spirit, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared, with a hard iron. Did you know, folks, all the stuff that's going on in the world today? Have you thought about it? We got woke. We got uh, people don't even know what gender they are and stuff like this. Well, God don't make no mistakes, folks. Just want to share that with you right there. Um, you know, when you come out of the, the womb, bless God, I believe that the creation process done exactly what it was supposed to do. And God does not make any mistakes. Remember, man makes this mistakes, but God does not make mistakes. But we have a time of denial of sound doctrine. Now, what is doctrine? That's teaching. And 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, it says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They will not endure sound teaching. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itchy ears. And here we go with this turning away again. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth 
and shall be turned unto fables. We got a bunch of cockeyed people out there today that, you know, they're, they're living with fences around their houses and armed security, but they don't want you to have that security. So what has happened? They shall turn away their ears from the truth. Remember tonight, there's only one truth that will set you free. John 8, 32 says, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. What is the truth tonight? Everybody is seeking truth. They look at everywhere around the world for truth. John 14, 6 says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man cometh to my Father except through me. But guess what? There's a time that we're living in right now that they're turning their ears from the truth. They're turning unto fables. And then also, you've got a group of people going, denial of Christ's coming. No one, Second Peter, listen what Second Peter, these are things to come I'm talking about tonight, folks. And these things are not going to be set up at some ballot box. And the fact you want to know the truth, you're not even going to be able to go to a poll and vote and have a say in it. This is God saying, denial of Christ coming back. Second Peter chapter 3, verses 3 and 4. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers laughing at us believers, laughing at the Bible, walking after their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. I got news for you folks. All things are not the way they are from the time of creation. You know, because guess what? In the garden, it was perfect. But sin came into the picture. And guess what? It's not. All things continued as they were from the beginning of the creation. No, it's not, folks. And the Lord of God don't lie. He says, for since the fathers fell asleep, this is what they're saying. They're saying this of the vow of the Lord Jesus Christ. And saying, where's the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things will continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Remember, they're not as they were from the creation because at the creation, everything was perfect, perfect. Sin came into the picture, and it's not. And then God Almighty had to put a plan in place, praise God, that, guess what? That the lambs, blood of lambs and goats was not sufficient. And he had to make plans right then and there to send his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, folks, listen to me tonight. Christmas season is coming up. And in our future podcast, we were talking about, talk about some things about the Christmas season and all that. But when sin came into picture, God Almighty had to put a plan in that the blood of lambs and the blood of goats was not sufficient enough to cover sins. He had to send his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. So he said, where's the promise of his coming? Things to come can be summed up under the heading of four major events that I'm going to try to bring out tonight. 
There is a guaranteed translation coming, folks. He said in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, But I will not have you to be ignorant brethren. He's talking to the church. He's talking to you and I. He's talking to the saved. Concerning them which are asleep, the ones that's dead and already gone on, and the bodies is in the cemetery, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Who are the others which have no hope? If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, guess what? You don't have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, there it is right there. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with them. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Folks, if you get anything out of this Armed and Ready podcast tonight, you need to get this 16th verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, you need to get the 16th verse. For the Lord himself, he's not sending anybody else, he's sending himself. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then, we which are alive and remain shall be called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. I would have you, excuse me, I would have you tonight to underline those words called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. There is, all you folks out there, that you want in the dial rapture or snatching away, well, please explain this verse, that we shall meet up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, if this was not a true saying, guess what tonight? You know what? Guess what? Woo! Glory. Comfort one another with these words. Yes, glory, hallelujah. Comfort. Boy, I'm going to, that's trumpet music. I want you to get that. Comfort one another with these words. Why? It is promised tonight. It is promised. John 14, verses 1 through three. I love these verses here. Let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Oh me. You believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus Christ. And then he says, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Hallelujah. Come again for what? To receive you unto myself that where I am, there 
ye may be also. Glory be to God. Now it is promised. Now it is proven in Acts chapter 1. Mercy, 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 mercy. It is proven. Acts chapter 1, verse 9. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who is taken up from you into heaven shall come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Now I want you tonight, I want you to take Acts chapter 1. I want you to put verse 11. The same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall come in like manner as you've seen him go up into heaven. I want you to highlight this. And if we were doing the nuggets of God's word, this will be a nugget of God's word. Do you know why? This has got to be talking about the snatching away, the rapture, the going up. Praise God. Why? He says, because the same way you see him leaving from you into heaven is like manner as you come. Well, in Revelations chapter 19, when he comes back, he is riding on a white horse, brothers and sisters. So there's two events. There's, second to come. there's a second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, but it's in two phases. Do you hear me tonight? It is promised. It is proven. It is preached out of 21 New Testament books. Only two do not mention his coming. That's Philemon and Third John. All the New Testament books, out of the 21, only two books do not mention his coming. I want to say that, repeat, Philemon and Third John. And now, folks, I'm telling you all this to tell you the things to come. There's something else after this snatching away. Now, some of you folks are going to say, I need to email that preacher. He is wrong. Well, prove me wrong. Okay? Prove me wrong. Because after this event, there's coming a seven-year tribulation period. The great tribulation period will be the last three and a half years. Jeremiah 37, alas. But that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's troubles. But he shall be saved out of it. You know what, folks? The book of Revelation is devoted to this subject about the great tribulation period, about the seals, bowls, trumpet judgment, all these things. Revelation chapter 1, the witness of goodness. And in our future podcast, we will be talking more about some of these uh, things that is coming in the future. But after this week, after the election, I wanted to cover some information about things to come. There is coming a day, and I'm being repetitive tonight, there is coming a day that it will not be set up at an election box, but it will be set up on God's terms. Our country is getting so far from God. Our country is turning so Communists. Now, I want to tell you what, folks, if the communist way and the social way of life 
was the way to go. Why is thousands of people fleeing and trying to get to America? You know why? Because we have the American dream. Let us go to God in prayer now, folks. Things to come. I hope you enjoyed this, but I want to go to God in prayer. And if you out there do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, as you listen to this podcast, all you have got to do is just email us at revnat94 at gmail.com. And if you'll do that, let us know that you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. We will send you some information to help you on your Christian walk. It's not going to cost you not one cent. We would love to do it, praise God, to help you. If you have a sickness or whatever, we have sent out over 275 little prayer calls. We call them prayer calls. They look like a bookmark. But if you would like one of those, all you have to do is revnat94 at gmail.com. Give us your name and address, and we will get it in the mail. Let's go to God in prayer. How gracious the Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for your word. We thank you tonight, Lord, for things that is to come. The promises, God, that you have made in your word, God. Things that is proven, things that is true, and things that is happening right now in front of our eyes. Because, God, you said they would, and they are. God, I pray tonight for each one that might listen to Reverend Dr. Nat Brown on the Arm and Red Ready podcast. Bless it, God. Let it go forward out there, Lord. Bless those touch people. Now, God, I pray for all the folks on our prayer journal tonight. Meet them, Lord. Heal that sick one tonight, God. The one that is pressed and lonely. God, I pray tonight in Jesus' name, Lord, that you will reach down right now, God, you would touch them and meet them, Lord, in a special, special way. Now, God, we love you tonight. We praise you tonight. And we give you all the honor, all the glory right now. And we ask you all these blessings in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Folks, if you have a prayer request, just email me, revnat at 94, praise God, revnat94 gmail.com. Listen, folks, and you're in the Sumter area, Sumter, South Carolina, a pastor of church on 99 Wald Avenue in Sumter, South Carolina, called Walker's Chapel Independent Free Will Baptist Church. We would love to have you, praise God, and I guarantee you we will make you feel at home. Hey, Pass this around. Share the podcast with folks. Tell people about uh, Pastor Nat Brown with the Armed and Ready podcast. Praise God. Folks, until the next time, this is Pastor Nat, Reverend Dr. Nat Brown, saying, hey, folks, I love you. And remember, God loves you more than I ever could. And I want to say to all our veterans out there, happy Veterans Day. We love you, we appreciate the veterans, and we love each and every one of you. May God bless you, and God bless America. Armed and Ready Podcast. See you next week.